Christine Granados, and I'd like to welcome you to my podcast, Tales from the Hood, Motherhood, that is. I'm the author of two books of fiction, and I've been a writer at daily and weekly newspapers for over 20 years. What you'll be listening to are anecdotes for parents, all about the struggles and joys of raising children and being married. One of these struggles involves taking a cross-state road trip in a car with small children, which is what episode 11 is all about. automatic assault. As if staying home with two small boys wasn't challenging enough, I wanted to add a little adventure into my life. So I thought it'd be a good idea to confine my five and three-year-old to cushion squares no larger than stadium seats for 10 hours while I drove across Texas. The trip from Central Texas to El Paso in 2003 was quiet and uneventful, thanks in large part to our state-of-the-art DVD player. Maybe state-of-the-art is overplaying it, because this DVD player may have been the first model made for the car, because it was as large as a 1980s microwave and weighed about as much as a semi-truck tire. Despite its girth, the player kept the boys content for most of the trip, and they only asked, are we there yet? 599 times instead of the regular 1,000-plus queries. Usually, it's the absence of stately burrows and the growing amount of knobby mesquites that tells me that we've hit the desert. But on this trip, I knew because my oldest son said, Mama, my eyeballs are hot. And because his eyeballs were hot, he suggested we cool them with a slushie. Well, in addition to being a human barometer on this trip, my oldest was also a backseat philosopher. He'd hammered out this social theory from his car seat before I parked the car at the Flying J truck stop. Mama, if you were in jail and Daddy was at work, I'd be an orphan. Well, his younger brother probed the more inane physicalities of life. I tooted. Did you hear that? He yelled. I burped. Did you hear that? The 10-hour-long cross-state trip took us a mere 15 hours, since we did it without the man we live with, who, for some reason, always finds it necessary to travel at the speed of sound when he drives to West Texas. The extra testosterone in the car changes the entire motivation for the trip, as if making good time were the sole reason for vacationing. With four males instead of two, our potty breaks at rest areas become NASCAR pit stops. We run out, he refuels, I change diapers, he takes the oldest inside the potty, I clean debris from the car, and our lollipop man usually gripes at me for taking too long to change a diaper or clean out the car. Then we hit the road. On this trip, the boys and I meandered our way to El Paso at 55 miles per hour with about 10 restroom breaks and five slushy stops. In anticipation of the scorching heat, the kids requested lots of icy drinks, and I obliged. I wasn't in it to win this race, just arrive without killing anyone. And we did arrive, and our stay in West Texas was uneventful. We visited with family, ate a lot of Mexican food. We stayed long enough that the boys got to where they could understand conversations in Spanish. 
so we couldn't talk about anything interesting anymore. That's when I decided it was the perfect time to leave. My mother was a bit miffed because I left a week earlier than she had expected. Although she didn't say it, I knew she was mad. When she handed my youngest son a plastic bow and arrow set for the car ride home, and then walked to the other side of the car, opened the door, and handed the oldest a tour rifle with extra Nerf bullets to equip high-capacity magazine on the firearm, I knew her anger was off the charts. And I'm no pacifist. I don't have a problem with toy weapons in general. What I don't like are armaments that are long enough to reach another person in the car. As I drove out of my mother's driveway, I reasoned, these kids can beat themselves into comas and maybe, just maybe, I'll get some quiet on the way home. What I wasn't anticipating was being assaulted in the car. The first strike came as I backed out of the driveway. It was harmless. An arrow flew past my ear and suctioned itself to the front windshield. As I pulled the arrow from the windshield, my mother stopped waving to hide the smile that turned to laughter before I lost sight of her. The second blow did some damage. Before I got to the corner of my mother's street, a machine gun to my temple made me swerve the car. In his defense, the oldest said he was trying to block the arrow his younger brother was aiming at the back of my head. He missed on both counts because the arrow grazed my head. And normally, I'm not against someone's constitutional right to bear arms, but I am opposed to fully automatic rifles, especially when I'm pelted in the back of the head by a barrage of bullets. For this offense, I stopped the car at the El Paso city limits and confiscated both their weapons. Leaving them both on the shoulder of Interstate 10 did cross my mind. If not for the Texas state trooper who stopped to ask if he could help, I might have left them. When I told him no thank you, I was confiscating weapons my mother had given them. He had the same smirk on his face as he did when I left her. Both boys couldn't keep their eyes off the gun on the trooper's hip. He gave them both a thumbs up before we left him on the road. We managed to make it home safe and without another incident. But next time, I'm letting Dale Earnhardt drive us, and I won't complain at all about his timing our pit stops on the way. Once again, thank you for listening and for choosing to spend your time with me. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. And for more information about me, this podcast, or other things I've written, go to christinegranados.com. And please join my mailing list on the website, and you can receive this podcast every Monday via email. And as always, I'd like to thank Kevin McLeod for the music and Cookie Hey Looky for the sound. And please, 
please visit their YouTube channels to check out their talents. Next week, I'm going to explain the valuable life lessons I've learned at the grocery store.